This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. 20 past 8 on your Freedom Day Wednesday, the Global Coalition releases a climate literacy statement. What is in the statement? Well, we've got the right person to tell us. It's Alma Pollard, Executive Director of the Green Times, also eco consultant and coach. Hi, Alma. Good morning. Awesome to speak to you this morning. Yes, and with you, when it comes to speaking about young people, I'm getting excited because I want to know that the future of not only the church, schools, the planet, politics, etc., and these are the spaces that I think about. Are there young people being raised up? Are there leaders up and coming that are going to take us forward beyond once everybody who's leading now steps aside? So, Alma, just first of all, tell me, do you feel that we're in safe hands? Well, you know, um, because I've worked in schools for, for a long, long time in, in environmental programs, I've always said the truth is that the youth actually know, know more than the adults. Wow. So they are already more educated. Otherwise, the planet wouldn't look the way it's looking. Hmm. So, yeah, they've actually got, I mean, we had recycling programs 30 years ago in the schools already. Amazing. So there's a lot going on in education. But what Fridays for Future is now demanding, together with EarthDay.org and Take Action Global, mm. is full-on assessed climate literacy and educational programs across all schools, all ages, all races um, across the world. So Amazing. not all ages, because all students at schools and at tertiary levels, and that that must also be... Um, they've, they're asking for seven, eight principles uh, to be part of it, and part of it is is the access. So it must be available to all schools and universities. It must be online. It must be offline. It must be equitable, regardless of social status and sex and so on. Mm. Um, they're wanting educational platforms that teachers um students, teachers, adults, and beyond borders. You know, we've always had, had this in the past also that students will come home and say, tell their parents, well, that was my days in recycling. You can't throw that in there. That must be recycled. Yeah. And then the mother will phone me and say, my child tells me I can't throw my rubbish away. <laughs> I love the teaching from the bottom mm. up. I think it's a wonderful thing. Um so yeah, they they want they they want students to learn about the social, scientific, and ethical dimension of the the climate and and environmental and biodiversity crises that we are in. They are wanting professional training and development of all the teachers and the lecturers, uh, proper lesson schemes and teaching materials, and then of course, I mean, I've always had this problem with. The climate emergency story mm. to young people, particularly because of the anxiety that that would cause. You know, being a mother, you just always want to protect the, the small ones. Yes. And now, of course, climate anxiety is a huge pandemic also worldwide. So they also want support for climate anxiety. They want educational institutions must provide tools and support to help teachers and learners cope with anxiety and the mental health issues that evolve out of that because it's a rather serious, serious story. This is interesting. I mean, we speak regularly and have done, particularly when COVID was at the height and we were talking about it in, in a serious way around 
climate change and, and the biodiversity crisis. You know, yeah. and it's hard for a lot of people to, to understand that there's a link between these things. And now we see what happens in KZN. And it seems like yeah. everybody's like, oh, climate change is a thing. We ought to do something about it. And I want to scratch hello. my head and say, but hello, haven't we been talking, you, saying we're going to do something about it for the last 25 years? Are you finally waking up? Mm. But, you know, that is why my feeling is, of course, I mean, this, uh, I haven't finished even all the, all the points that they're raising, but my feeling even stronger is, I would like to launch the same uh, the same um, program, yes. but for world governments. Oh. Because the problem is right now, the children, they get the knowledge, but they don't have the power to change things. Yes, they can go home and talk to parents. They can change their own homes. Hopefully, the parents can go to work and change how things happen there, etc. But we need right now, as a matter of urgency, that governments are properly educated because they are making the rules and they are running the countries. So that, for me, is another important program to launch. Yeah, because we're talking about political matters daily. We're talking about sporting matters daily. We talk about environmental days, uh, uh, concerns on Earth Day, on Arbor Day, on World Recycling Day. We have to have a special day before somebody raises their voice on these issues where the other issues get daily uh, uh, airtime. But, you know, that is why I, you know, I'm actually at the point where I don't celebrate Earth Day. Mm. Because if every day is not Earth Day, you are completely missing the point. And it makes me, you know, we can only have hope if people start understanding every single day. If we want to be here, we're going to have to make it Earth Day. That has to be the top priority in every single program, in every single subject matter that is taught anywhere in the world, mm. in every single meeting that is held anywhere. That should be the first point to discuss, how we're going to respond to the, to the climate emergency. Because this is our daily experience. We are generally tossing something away that we've used, a packaging or something. And you still find people standing. I'll give you this example. I've seen it with my own eyes. At the waterfront, they've got, uh, in Cape Town, they've got all of these uh, different bins and they, they're labeled. And then you still have somebody standing there with an a, a empty polystyrene takeout container staring at these different color bins. And they don't have a clue what to do with it. Which one does it go in? And then they end up throwing it in the garbage, the general garbage bin because they don't. And it's, it's if we've come so far, but there's an education gap somewhere. I also really think, you know, if cities are really serious about that, they would actually pay people to go and stand at these bins mm. and explain to people. I mean, I will stand there all day talking to people about <laughs> this type of stuff. It seems that just labeling things are not enough. And I, and I have seen at these bins at the end of the day how wrongly they are. People just people just don't understand what to do. We actually need a human being there. Yeah. And look at it. We need to create jobs, educate a person to go and stand there and explain to people. And then they will take it home and then they will start implementing it at home as well. Mm -hmm. We have to have people in place of, of, of actions. Yeah, Alma, that's a very good point. So education remains key here. You're talking about education for governments, you're talking about uh, up-and-coming young people understanding the world that they're living in and being able to share that same passion, passion that they've got with others. I mean, this is clearly where it's at. We, we perish and for lack moment, of knowledge. Yes, and for us to also take seriously and acknowledge the growing concern of the youth, because our concern, there's an enormous amount of depression amongst the youngsters now. We do know that. Interesting. So we need to take it seriously, and we need to ensure that we 
support them and we we have the mindset that we are together that there's a a, a unity a united front that we're all going to you know tackle this mm. issue together and support each other because if if youngsters know things and their parents just hung on as normal you can imagine what anxiety that will cause yeah, so as we close, why don't you go as a family today? If you're together, kids aren't at school, varsity, whatever, everyone's together, just say, hey, let's run through the green times.co.za. Let's look at this together. Let's see what we can do as a family. How can we learn? Let's see what's happening in the world. This is stuff you might not, so you won't see in mainstream media. That's what makes the green times so special. So we're going to have a read through it. Follow them on Facebook. Chat about it as a family. What can you consciously and actively do together? To bring change. That's a brilliant plan for this day. And then there's also a climate literacy petition that can be signed so that everybody gets to get access to these things that, that, that some people still don't seem to know about. And you'll find that link on Global Coalition Releases Climate Literacy Statement on thegreentimes.co.za. You're a champion, Alma Pollard. We're grateful we can have you on the show on a Wednesday. You have an awesome day. Bless you. <laughs> This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.